ba 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 Just staring from across the room ah, You've got to stretch your stuff And I'll show you just what to do now nah, You gotta dance, gotta make your advance You gotta show you've got the guts I got a move that'll make them swoop And it's called the two-step strut Now dance with me Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast where two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Noel, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form? I thought it was... I'm feeling... Let me just say this. I'm sorry, I just can't seem to complete any sentence for some reason. God. It's probably my worst one yet. <laughs> Hi, Mike. How's it going? Hi, Madison. How are you? I'm good. How are you? How's your family? And they're good. How's yours? Oh, they're okay. Um. <laughs> good. All right. Well, that's credits on another episode of The Equalizers. Yes. Yeah, you know, some people call us the uh, the Space, Space Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, the... Never mind. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm in a weird mood today. Can you tell? Um, no, like I can't. Generally, I think my mind is heavy with a lot of things in the world um it's kind of hard to mm-hmm. think about jokes right now i think we could just not do this no, today no no let's do it we gotta finish it we gotta finish it we can't i mean if we just finish it everything's gonna be okay if dave being amazed the movie taught me anything it's just that you have to just finish you just gotta finish i prefer dave made amazed the musical yeah i would have probably liked the movie a little better if it was a musical i think that would actually been kind of enchanting the graphic novel's not nearly as good. But the uh, the uh, Tumblr fan art is amazing. Oh, yeah. And the ARG. God. Oh. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the Dave Made a Maze ARG? It's when uh, the guy who plays Dr. Venture um, on the Venture Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, James Urbaniak. Yeah, James Urbaniak. He, Close enough. Yeah. Uh, he opens his... Uh, uh, at one point, he opens his mouth, and then you enter it, uh-huh. and then you're just in an episode of Venture Brothers. Yeah, I couldn't believe that the um, ARG for Dave Made and Maze was somehow a stealth episode of the Venture Bros while also being a sequel to Being John Malkovich that's being James Urbaniak. Yeah, it's... actually the, the secret sixth season of Venture Brothers is hidden in Dave Made a Maze. <laughs> you have to find it. That's why it's taken so long to come out. It's just, it's already been out. You just have to find it. I made a joke talking to a friend of the show and Avenger Jackson Eflin about the movie New Mutants that just keeps getting postponed. And Jackson said something about how they don't think it's ever going to come out. And I just said, at this point, they're just going to geocache it somewhere in the world. And you're going to have to go find the only print of the movie in like the tundra where it's been geocached because that's the only way they're going to get it out in the world at this point. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like our show is at risk because I don't think movies are going to be made anymore. Or just like oh, yeah. movie stuff anymore. I think movies have stopped, yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, there's only a hundred years of cinema history right. that we have to go through. Yeah, yeah, right. So I mean, we're probably going to run out of movies. We're going to run mean, out of movies someday. It's really unfortunate. I mean, we've already done Invisible Dad, and so we're, I mean, we're we should have known once we got to Invisible Dad, we were on the downward spiral. Yeah, I think we we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. The Hollywood darling, Invisible Dad. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that and Cool Dog. Oh man, the two seminal works of the Western canon of film. Yeah, but. Dave made a maze. What did you think, Mike? Um, I liked it. I, I saw it before, actually. 
when it came out, I heard about it and I thought it sounded just rad that there was this film where a guy builds like a cardboard maze. And then when you go inside, it's like an actual labyrinth maze. Mm-hmm. And so I watched it and I was actually pretty whelmed the first time I saw it. Um, it was fun, but it wasn't necessarily what I was looking for. And so I didn't care for it. And when I watched it again for this, I actually enjoyed it a lot more. I think knowing what I was in for, I was able to enjoy what was happening more than the first time where I'm like, oh, is this going to come back? What's happening here? Like I wasn't. I was just able to enjoy the movie because I knew that it was just okay. It kind of seems like a movie we would make. Like, it seems like one of our pitches, because maybe that's my next statement. It's not going to be very complimentary to us. It was kind of just like a bunch of different set pieces. (laughs) Like, you know, like a bunch of different set pieces within this, like, within this cardboard maze. And I, it was only kind of funny that to me, it was only like, only sort of good. The story wasn't compelling. I don't give a shit about Dave. (laughs) <laughs> or his relationship where yeah uh, which they were like making a big deal about it about him and his girlfriend's relationship and i'm like man this is really heavy-handed and it's a movie that kind of gives me tone whiplash because i don't know what it wants me to care about if it's yeah. not really supposed to be that serious but you can't have like a very serious like plot through like with the their relationship because I, I don't give I don't I really mean, care about it that much if you're not going to be putting the effort into even establishing that these two people give a shit about each other a lot. So, I mean, they built a cardboard vagina, Madison. What do you want? Um, a, ca- a cardboard penis. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, give me like 20 minutes and I, can, <laughs> I could fashion something together. A cardboard butt. A cardboard butthole. That might take 25 minutes. But Got it. That being said, I'm a big puppetry fan. I love puppetry and I love mm-hmm. seeing movies that do really elaborate puppets and that was probably the most impressive mm-hmm. thing about the movie for me oh yeah i think the the set design i feel like was also really cool yeah like one they built rooms out of all this cardboard but two the like decorating it with things that he would have just had around the apartment the room with all the playing card stuff yeah it's yeah. really cool and a lot of the effects like once they built a chrysalis at the heart of the maze and it started to animate that was really cool looking as well xeroscope or whatever it is called yeah i like that um i like the perspective room i thought as far as like a set mm-hmm. piece that one was funny that that one actually really got me that one person enters the room and they like touch something else and it's like oh that's actually in the foreground and then like that are things in the background that are that was a little long for me but <laughs> i agree like it was a good scene it was just every person kept touching a new thing to be like haha this also wasn't what you thought and i feel like after the first couple we kind of got it yeah well, it made me excited, and I'm like, ooh, what are they going to touch next? Like, what is it? What's going to be next? When they became lunch bag puppets, um, I thought that was mm-hmm. fun, but it was, like, so just like, okay, we're lunch bag puppets now. We're not going to do anything. We're just going to be moving along this. What was your reaction when the first person died, and it was, like, silly string or yarn or whatever? I thought that was fun. That made me think, like, oh, maybe they're not actually dead, but they did. Mm-hmm. They, they were. Oh, but they were. Yeah, which is good. I mean, I thought they... I like how they introduced a bunch of like characters at the very beginning. It's just like, okay, we just need some people to die. We don't want to kill off the main four people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, One of the people they introduced is played by um, ooh, something Vangness. She's in. She was in Criminal Minds as the tech phone expert. Oh, that's her. That is her. Kristen Vangness. Vangness. What's her name in Criminal Minds? Uh, I don't remember. Telephone. No, it's not telephone. Computer. It's going to bug me. Kendra Computer. Keep talking, Mike. Entertain the entertain the people. Why? why? Internet Irene. Penelope Garcia. Penelope Garcia. Thank you. I still had IMDb pulled up. Oh, it was Joe Montagna. That's who it was. That's who it is. No, he's not in this movie at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, I can't believe they got him to play the Minotaur. Wouldn't it be hilarious if you're just Joe Montana in there? Mandy Patinkin in a cardboard Minotaur. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, so generally I thought it was fine. Like, I thought it, it like, mm-hmm. I think if, if I was a little younger, maybe like my early 20s, I would have like enjoyed the movie a little bit more. I see like the Madison mindset back then would have been like, this movie's amazing mm-hmm. and it's the best thing I've ever seen. But now it's just kind of like, eh. Now you're old and jaded. I think I relate a little too much to some of the care to the characters. Maybe, maybe it's just like, oh yeah, like I've started things that I haven't finished before. <laughs> like, and it sucks being lost and not knowing what to do in adulthood. That's kind of it's a little real. <laughs> Speaking of being lost, I don't have any tomatoes, so the internet's opinion on this is lost to time because know. you can't go look it up yourself. So yeah, I don't have any liquids this week or math facts. We're like pretty dry up on bits. Uh, it's it's bit it's a bit drought. Bit drought. That's our new segment. Bit drought. Bit drought. Um, in bit drought, we just sit silently for six minutes. It hasn't even been one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think we're in uncharted territory here, Mike. What do we do when we don't have bits to start the show? Do we just... Here's an idea. We could just start the movie and actually end at a reasonable time. Ugh, I don't know. I don't think we're living up to the expectation of our dedicated listenership, right? They come here for the bits. They yep. don't give a shit about the movies, I'm pretty sure. All of our 15 listeners, go ahead and chime in on Twitter. Yeah. How much do you love the bits? Yeah. But yeah, let's get started. Um, you said you had some ideas, right? So I made two lists, and I think the idea we need to settle on first is are we sticking with cardboard or are we moving away from cardboard? It'd be interesting to move to something else, but it would have to be something completely different, right? Well, under the not cardboard column i have an idea for a model train set um there's a show in in the uk called the great model railway challenge it's similar to like like great british bake-off or whatever but they build model train sets to a theme lego masters yeah lego masters is similar and so we could play with that where they kind of honey i shrunk the kids end up in the train set and we could play around with that under the with cardboard option i do have dave makes a haunted house oh <laughs> which i think would be we could Go back to the well with, like, the claustrophobic. They're in this one place trapped, but we can use the tropes of a haunted house, like ghosts, um, bats, paintings where the eyes fall. Like, we could play in those tropes, but with cardboard. So that's how we could kind of put our own spin on it without just doing Dave rebuilds a maze. Yeah. I do have that written down as the, because the Minotaur survives the movie. Yeah. And he's out in the real world. So it's possible that he, Dave is called in like, no, this is your fault. You need to build a new trap for him. Got it. So it's like a trap to build. Like he gets called in to trap the Minotaur because he's the Minotaur is like right. turning people into paper and cardboard uh, monsters or something. The like only that. other thing I have is a submarine because sometimes kids would like put boxes together and play submarine. Sure. That could be kind of fun and it would also be very claustrophobic. I feel like we need to keep the claustrophobia like the yeah, yeah. the very defined like room kind of thing just because that kind of gave some ambience to the film of they are trapped in here. There's something to the imagination 
element of mm-hmm. like i think we there's a lot there's a big well we could dig into there i think about oh kids also made spaceships out of uh cardboard True. boxes too i right? didn't think about spaceships what if it's sort of like um you ever see the cube isn't it called this cube mm-hmm. i've seen cube two hypercube okay i haven't seen hi- hypercube but you know how like they go mm-hmm. from room to room and it's sort of it's mm-hmm. it'd be very similar to the first movie where it's different set pieces but it's different like imagination <laughs> like crap like are you suggesting we make dave made cube dave made cube yeah um because we could also do like floor is lava interesting the or some other things are we naming netflix shows or ideas both um dragon prince she-ra the umbrella academy season two now online shit's creek actually shit's creek isn't a netflix show ozarks yeah dave builds a drug empire fear city fear city dave fear city dave dave city dave city dave city is that something that might be something what if like he Maybe this is it. So the Minotaur is out wreaking havoc. And so Mm -hmm. Dave is brought in to, uh, I think initially maybe he builds another maze, but the the Minotaur doesn't, like, he escapes it. So it's like, oh, we need to build something big enough for the Minotaur to, like, not be able to escape. So he builds, like, an Arkham City for the minotaur to just like explore i like that idea that concept of it's now a city i'm really like this the name dave city immediately i'm feeling a noir vibe okay could we do like a sort of noir feel but in a city entirely made of cardboard i don't know if he's a private investigator because that is kind of noir and that's where we could go with that i like the idea that dave is also kind of trapped in this cardboard city and then we can play with some of that as well like we can go to the cardboard strip club we can go like cardboard sure. speakeasy we have cardboard gunfights yeah i think we should go with that i think the detective okay. movie and maybe he's sort of the minotaur is sort of his constant like combatant and dave is trapped here until like the minotaur gets captured or something like that and mm-hmm. or something or something like that um oh yeah okay so like um but the minotaur has built up like he's like the crime boss yeah. of this noir he's city like, he's made with his own powers, he's kind of built up this like protection around him, so Dave can't get close to him. Like he's out in the open walking around, but Dave can't get to him because of all of his like cardboard thugs with Tommy guns. Yeah, yeah. I think I like the idea of him being a detective and like a noir detective because we mm-hmm. could play on like I think his wife has left him, right? Like or yeah. just like he's like and he's just like a loner now because without her, like. There's nothing that grounds him, so he just, like... Oh, yeah, he's given in. He's given yeah. in to the city. That's why he's a PI, because, like, we kind of need a reason why Dave is just weirdly a PI here. Yeah. I like the idea that because she's not here, he has no one, no reason not to be here, so he's just kind of Peter Pan-style, like, bought in. Yeah. Okay, I like that a lot. Yeah. And I think he solves crimes just out of, like, I don't know, boredom. I think he thinks, like, maybe he'll find his way out one day, but maybe not. Sort of like Jack Nicholson in Chinatown. Just like he, he keeps sure. getting like wrapped into this like crime game or whatever or this like detective game. And I think that like at first Dave was like couldn't get to the Minotaur. I think now he's kind of given up or because he's bought in the idea of getting to him is like catching like, oh, I'm going to bring him down. I'm going to bring this whole empire down, but not like so I can get out. Mm-hmm. It's just like because that's the part he's playing. So what is it that like shocks him out of this? So what if like the maze the city keeps growing and Mm -hmm. to start out with like it was just in this like one part of like whatever state that they're in like adjacent to this other city but Mm -hmm. as time goes on 
it it is growing more and more and it's entrenching into the rest of the world and it's like oh this is becoming like a labyrinth that is slowly growing across the entire world yeah Um, they set up at like area 51 or something out in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. and it's starting to like actually grow towards population centers yeah like like real towns and stuff yeah and i think they keep trying to fight it back with like flamethrowers and stuff but it just keeps growing like faster and faster as like like it's it's like a war of attrition um like it just keeps growing more and more the more they burn it but and maybe his friend his his friend with the beard and the really annoying beard call and response chant yeah I'm looking up the, the, that guy's name. Sure. Gordon? Mm-hmm. Will you check who James Urbaniak plays? Was his name Elliot? His name was Harry. What was the girlfriend's name? Just so we can get call, like talked about her by name. Annie. Annie. Okay. Because if we're going to use her, I'd like to use her name. The main four are Dave, Annie, Harry, Gordon. Um, then everyone else was um, Barry. Ooh. We could work Harry back in. Like, he's yeah. going in. He wants him to, like, document Dave City. I think he. I think he makes it big on um, the first the first documentary, and he is gonna follow Gordon in. I think Gordon's in on it too because he seemed to like the film like aspect of it, and like he was. Re- I think he was down with it. He seemed really interested in making this a story too. So, I think it's uh, Harry's directing it, and Gordon is the person going in to find Dave. And maybe it's a. Do we think it's like a found footage film? Like, of, like, it's all from the camera perspective? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know if found footage and noir necessarily go together. That's true. If we were doing a different type of movie, I wouldn't necessarily say no to found footage. I just don't know if that works as well. I think we could have elements of found footage, but... Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be the same the same kind of deal of, like, he's following Gordon in to the city to find Dave. And mm-hmm. then Dave has to... They tell Dave that, like it's growing too fast and like um, it's affecting the rest of the world. So Dave has to finally put an end to the Minotaur. And Dave is probably like, I've tried so many times and I can't do it. Like uh, I have a thought with that. Cause he can't like, he's like, I've tried and I can't do it. I, I just can't get to him. And so they basically send Annie in as a dame with a job. Sure. They basically have to play along with the, the noir logic of Dave city Gordon comes in and is like, Dave, you got to stop him. Oh, I can't. I don't know how. And Harry's like, yeah, like, you know, whatever. Harry's being Harry. And then finally, it's like somebody says, okay, well, we can't just like, we have to play along. It's like the maze. We had to get to the center of the maze. We had to like complete the maze or build a core that we could tear it out. Like Dave has to play along in the PI role and play through the story to get to the Minotaur. Like he can't just run in and get him. It's the, the city is keeping him from doing that. We have to follow the narrative of Dave city. So then it's like playing dress up and dumb bullshit where yeah. Annie's like comes in, like she was a dame with the only thing stopping her legs from going on forever was the floor. Like <laughs> that kind of stuff. Like they have to go into that aspect of it to actually be able to get near the Minotaur because now it's a story. It's not yeah. just Dave trying to stop him. It's they have to, play a story okay i like that now we have to build a mystery of some sort i actually i kind of like the idea they put them in in waves so gordon comes in first like the minotaur killed my dad it's like okay no that's not that's too straightforward we gotta try again they send harry in like with something and then finally annie comes in with like something seemingly innocuous like my husband's been missing for four days and then it leads down a rabbit hole i actually like the idea of that like dave having to investigate the disappearance of annie's husband I think that's actually like a pretty like mm-hmm. it's like a con- it's a conflict, but it's like, OK, well, this is my last job or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for him to like 
work with her just to find the person that she loves now. I think that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. So who do we think her husband is? I mean, do we want to introduce a new character or do we want to use one of the old ones? Hmm. I think introduce a new character. Maybe he's a um, a scientist. He's maybe he's like the head head person, like against like fighting back the cardboard monsters or something, or like finding like research. Hmm. So the sure. Minotaur captures him and has him in Dave City somewhere. That might be good. Yeah, I mean the idea that that the government, also Area Fifty One, is sending in people to like not to try to necessarily to stop the Minotaur, maybe kind of, but also just to like take readings and yeah. get information, like street level like information they need information as well of what's going on in dave city so they send people in and maybe one of them is annie's husband Mm -hmm. who then gets captured by the minotaur yeah and they send her in specifically for that like i see i still kind of like the idea that they start they've been doing this for a while like they sent in gordon with and the job was too straightforward oh you gotta kill the uh, the minotaur killed my dad i want revenge harry tried something slower finally they're like okay let's send her husband in to get captured yeah like we're basically going to play calvin ball with his life here so that she has to go in to talk to dave yeah to finish this yeah I think that's good. And that that gives us a layer of the mystery where he finds out, oh, no, this was the plan the whole time. They sent him in to get captured. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I like that. I I like them playing the game and like playing the pretend game to like make it's basically Mm -hmm. them trying to egg Dave to play. Right. Yeah. Like Dave is Dave is kind of playing, but not seriously. And so now they're basically forcing Dave's hand. Mm hmm to do this yeah um i think he's solving like very like petty crimes because i imagine this this city also has like like citizens right like of like yeah are like, the citizens cardboard people i think so i think they're cardboard people okay. i think i think it's like a mix of like a lot of different types of thing i think it's like the cardboard people i think it's also the the lunch bag people i think it's like so it's kind of like roger rabbit rules a little yeah, bit. yeah yeah maybe there's like dogs that are like made of like um toilet paper rolls that just like stuck together or something like that or i was thinking also a lot of toilet paper or um paper towel rolls for guns like machine guns tommy guns that kind of stuff what if it's like winter time in dave city and it's like shredded up like um like notebook paper or something like that or um, that's good that's really good yeah so like there's a bunch like it's not cold there at all but everyone's dressing like it's winter because of like the thing and like maybe some of the uh lunch bag people have uh like pipe cleaner scarves <laughs> all their coats are made out of that like envelopes like manila envelopes you get mailing that have the bubble wrap on the oh, inside yeah, 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 yeah. all their winter coats are made of those i love it okay so let's kind of hash out very quickly what the arc is like what the what the mystery is and then let's really dig into this like, yeah because half of this movie is the visuals what's what how what are things made up so let's like kind of quickly get the premise down mm-hmm. and then i will really i feel like this is where our bread and butter is it's gonna be digging into some of these details yeah, so yeah. like let's go ahead and finish the story she shows up and i think she tells him about it and he doesn't want to do it at first and then she's like please just like we need to put an end to this and like i think they have that classic line of like okay but i'm not doing it for him i'm doing it for you mm-hmm. and i think the whole time dave knows i think dave suspects that this was um a setup because he's been here for a while. They've sent in Gordon. They've sent in Harry. Like, he knows that they've been trying to like yeah. find a way to get him to finish this via cases. And it's what a coincidence. It's her husband. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think he's immediately suspicious. He doesn't say anything. Because in those kinds of mysteries, it's always right at the end when everything comes out. It's like, yeah, I always knew he was in on it. She or whatever. Like, Yeah. Um, oh, God. He's got a cardboard fedora, doesn't he? Yes, he does. 
I was thinking about that as you were saying that after you said that. I was like, oh, he, his whole like outfit is like. Well, he has a cardboard hand. Yeah, he has a card. Still. I also think he has a trench coat, but it's made of like shopping bags. Oh, yeah, that's good. We'll, we'll get into this. We'll get into this. Um, let's get the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, could... sorry. That, that was more of a thought that I just realized like, oh, no. Um, okay. So where do they go first? Where would where would Dave go first? Like if somebody goes missing, there's like always somebody like, okay, well, if uh, if he was part of the military, this guy would know where to where to start looking for him. Um, would it be Harry? Like Harry and Gordon now just live in Dave City, maybe? Maybe like Gordon runs a bar or something. Like what if Ooh. what if like and that's where they go like to get tips Good. of like have you seen anything? And they get a tip on like, when was the last sighting of the Minotaur? Like, have you seen any of his goons around? Or have you heard anything about this? Mm-hmm. And they hear from Gordon that, okay, but you didn't hear it from me. But um, apparently the there were some outsiders like uh, doing some research in the, I don't know, do we want to do like a train yard or like, or, or. Ooh, train yard would be good. Yeah. So maybe I think that I just had the idea that the Minotaur runs the Daedalus Club because Daedalus was the guy who built the labyrinth in the myth. Mm -hmm. And that also just sounds like a thing. So I think that's like they know where the Minotaur is there. He's like, yeah, he went looking for a way to get into the Daedalus Club, which and so like, oh, how do you you know anybody, anybody who could tell me that anything like that? He goes something like, yeah, but he only meets at the train tracks this time, this place. I didn't send you or something like that. But I'm going to come with you because now I'm part of the movie. Um. (laughs) Yeah, I like the idea that Harry, actually, that Harry has just, like, holed up in Dave's office recording this. And so when Annie shows up with the job, he's like, oh, shit, we're on the move. This is this is going to be great. And so Gordon's like, oh, Harry's Harry's here? Harry's filming this? Yeah, you know what? Well, I'll just come with you. I'll come with you and make the introduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So they go to the train tracks at the time, mm-hmm. and person or thing do we think is the uh it's a sock it's one of those sack lunch puppets i think you think so okay i do want to have as a thing in here like as a gang maybe of like street urchins the where you fold up a paper and you cut out the outline of a person and then you unfold it and it's six people and they're all holding hands i want that to be like a gang of street urchin kids or something i like that i think that would be really cool god i love this movie so what do they get from this from this informant? Do we want to name the informant and cast them, or do we want to just kind of leave that? Let's name the informant. So, uh, and let's talk about who they are and like what they do and like why they know this information. His name's John Mulaney, and then there's a bunch of other ones, the Sack Lunch Kids. That um, I mean, he could also be voiced by John Mulaney, as that could be the joke. What's something that people would put in a paper sack for lunch, like a kid's baloney? John Baloney. <laughs> His name is John Baloney. Um and um Johnny Baloney. Johnny Baloney, voiced by John Mulaney. Mm. And I think he, maybe he delivers the food to or maybe he like mm. delivers the food to the the Daedalus Club. Is that what you said? D- yeah, Daedalus Club. Daedalus yeah. Club. And so that's how he knows um he was de- he was making a delivery the other day and one of his guys saw a, a human a, a human in like the back of a freezer or something. Maybe they're like keeping him like in the, I like the idea that he delivers to the club. I think he needs to be seedier. Maybe since he is kind of like an informant. Mm -hmm. So like, I think that he just kind of obfuscates on just declaring what it is that he delivers. Yeah. Just so that, because it would be weird if this guy who delivers food to clubs was like, yes, I'll meet you, but I only meet at the train tracks at night. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, unless he was scared, but still. What if he also delivers drugs to the club or something? And then there's like some. Sort I mean, that's of, what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's like, I think he just, he's like, yeah, I was making a delivery of what? Uh, you know, it was a delivery. 
what, what do you think drugs are in this world? Like pencil shavings? Oh my god. Pencil shavings, they just snort them. So now you got me thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They, they call it getting some lead. They're doing lead lines. I mean, they're sniffing glue. That's true. Sniffing glue is good. Um, um, uh, white out. They're like whiting out. I kind of like the idea of somebody with like a sharp, like a marker or a sharpie, and they like touch it to like their vein. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of like a syringe. Okay, we're getting into that. But this, we got to get back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good, though. I'm, I'm having... There's going to be nothing left to make. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, we got plenty of time. We're at like 30 minutes, okay. so we got plenty cool. of time. Yeah. So... Turns out No Bits actually gives us a lot of time. Yeah. What? So, um... how do they get it? Sorry, I should you know how to talk. Um... <laughs> So how do they get into the uh, club? What is what does Johnny Baloney tell them about like getting in? Because I mean they're human, right? So like everyone's gonna know that they're human. Like I think what what needs to happen is the Minotaur's throwing some kind of party or event at the club, and they need some way to get in, and that's so they're gonna have to do a favor for Johnny Baloney. Okay, we need another a few more things to happen before they face off. With the Minotaur. And that it would track that he's like, oh, I can get you into the party, but I'm going to need something from you first. And what is that thing? Well, I like the idea of like Johnny Baloney, like maybe he needs, because if he's dealing in drugs and stuff, maybe he needs something from one of his dealers or something, or like one of like the producer, mm. like maybe. So he goes to, they go to like meet a like drug kingpin and it's like that um, scene in Boogie Nights uh, where they, have you seen Boogie Nights? No. Well, um, there's a scene with Alfred Molina and he's like this like drug Mm -hmm. kingpin and they're like sitting in this guy's living room while he's like doing lines and like it's just, they feel very uncomfortable because they're like selling him bad dope. Boogie Nights is a very good movie. Um, I was thinking like they need to rob him or something. They need to get his like stash. So, uh, because maybe Johnny Baloney's running dry, and to keep um, to keep a hold of his contacts, he the, Johnny Baloney needs more drugs. So, but he's run out. Okay. So they need to rob this drug dealer to get the drugs. Um. So he has a supply again. Hmm. Okay. So, are they robbing a warehouse? Is it like they just knock off one of the drops for his? his boys what's because i like the idea that they don't maybe they go to his place like dave has an in with the dealer from a previous job or something because i like the idea that they piss him off and he shows up at the daedalus club in the third act like he's the like a complication yeah to help with the, the ends up in this big shootout which kind of ends up helping them as a distraction so i feel like he needs to get eyes on dave and annie yeah. and gordon so that he knows their their faces so then at the Got party it. later he's like it's those motherfuckers who knocked over my yeah i like that so they need to go do a deal with him. And I think like uh, this drug dealer, which I think we should name and like figure out what they are. Yeah. Um, um, uh, so there's a pizza box right here. So something the hut, maybe something the hut. I mean, like we got like job of the hut. So I don't know if we need to like, I like the idea that he's a pizza box, though. I think that'd be funny. He could be like a job of the hut sort of character where he's just like a, um, a hedonistic sort of like, like person. And um, I like the idea that it's like a pizza box for a head, but like they've cut off of like an Amazon package or whatever, like the little swoop with the air, like a smile, and that's his mouth. Like they've basically taped a face onto this pizza box. What if uh, his name's like Smiley something? Smiley. Uh... What's like, because I don't want it to sound, end up being like a stupid, like, because he's a drug dealer. I feel like this one needs to be a little bit more. Maybe it's just like Mr. Smiles 
or something like that or like Ooh, mr smiles pretty good mr smiles and because like, it's like threatening because he's like a drug kingpin who like i also like the idea that he's got that tape like that for the mouth and then when he's mad he just like puts a finger and turns it around so it's a frown yeah i, I like like he yeah I, I like the idea that he's very friendly like with everyone and then like mm-hmm. if you like fuck him over he's like you don't want to fuck him over so who plays mr smile Alfred Molina. It's like a total callback to Boogie Nights. Perfect. So they need to steal the drugs. So yeah, I think we can we can be pretty straightforward with this. Money for drugs. Money for drugs. But fake. They bring fake money. Actually, I love the idea. They use Monopoly money in Dave City. They give him real money. Yeah. And he's like, "What is this? This is worthless." Like, yeah. Or they put like the top layer of the briefcase is Monopoly money, but underneath it is real money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly it. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great kind of reversal of good. Yeah, so so they do that. I think it's really tense and everything. But do we think like mm-hmm. they get out unscathed or like do, at the end of it? Or do they mm-hmm. have like a do they get found out right away? Or do they get found out after they leave? I think that they get away or at least out the building. And then there could be like a car chase because that would be fun. Yeah. But they at least get out of the building. I think that Dave kind of leverages like, hey, I helped you with the whatever job you know whatever and it's like ah, you're a good guy you know i tr- you know dave you're good i trust you you got my back and then he leaves and that's when he then he starts to count it after dave's gone it's like wait a minute that's good um i like that um i, I think maybe during their conversation he's like why do you want like why do you want pencil like because they don't do anything for humans like these like pencil shavings right. or what or glue or markers or whatever yeah. like whatever it is i don't know what we decided we'll decide later i think he's like what do you need this for like it doesn't work on you um and he's like, for someone who deals drugs, like you ask a lot of questions, you know, like stuff like that. And I think maybe Annie says that. I think throughout the movie, her, maybe she starts to get more and more into like in her mind. It's a game because they're going to save her husband and then Dave City's going to be over. Yeah. So like it doesn't matter. Um, so she's playing the game. She's like, for a drug dealer, you sure ask a lot of questions or something like that. Like just that way that gives her something to be also doing other than just being angry the whole movie, like in the first one. Yeah. So do you think he has like a gun, like he has like a shotgun or something that like he starts chasing them? Yeah, I mean, I th- I think so. I mean, it has to be a car chase. Yeah. I think that's going to be fun. Like cardboard cars in a car chase with like, again, shotguns. Like they've like, I think, oh, it's, um, I just, in my head, I could just perfectly see it. The sniper rifle is a wrapping paper tube. Okay, love it. But like, I think they have like, sh- like pistols of some fashion and shotguns and that kind of stuff. Tommy okay. guns. What if it's like a rubber band gun? But it's like, it really hurts. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, they have to be made out of cardboard, but yes. I yeah. mean, instead of bullets, they're shooting rubber bands. I think that's really funny. Or maybe it's like paper clips as well, like hornets. Ooh, and then we have we can have the visual for a Tommy gun. It's just a rubber band ball. Mm-hmm. And as they're shooting it, it's just like turning, like spinning and turning. So it's like, I think that's great. Love it. So they do this, they get away, and mm-hmm. they go back to... Um, Johnny Baloney, is that what his name was? Yeah, I think we could probably cut to them like going into the party with whatever. Like we established the first time they meet Johnny Baloney, they need X Y Z credentials. Mm-hmm. They we show them get it like they get away from the car chase, like they're free. We cut to them going into the party with whatever X Y Z credentials. I don't think we have to do the drop. Yeah, again, unless there's like a character beat we can work in there. But otherwise, well, I'm wondering how do they get into the place because they're humans and. So it's very obvious that Dave is there to see the Minotaur, right? Like, See, I think that there are other humans who just live there. Okay. 
I could see that the Area 51 people also just having test subjects living in Dave City to see like what the effects are on people. Yeah. So the Minotaur knows Dave, though. So maybe they need to do disguises to get in. Um, and sure. maybe they're like doing like the uh, doing the uh, uh, Inglorious Bastards thing of like they're pretending they're dignitaries or something or like. Oh, sure. Like, I mean, it could also just be a masquerade party. We can yeah. make it like a cost or whatever so that that we get around needing a reason. Like, why doesn't he recognize Dave? They can just they could be wearing masks. Yeah. But uh, I guess we, like we should figure out like how they beat the Minotaur, like what we need necessarily sure. need. Um, I think maybe there is I think the, the drug dealer needs to come back and it causes like a disruption, a disruption. And in the middle of that maybe the uh maybe in the the Dallas club there is like another heart or like some sort of like uh creation maybe maybe it has the the vagina like the the maybe maybe oh that's god maybe it has its own and they need to like uh that's what's making everything grow and like expand more just an idea we don't have to do the that. minotaur just keeps having sex with the the uh cardboard vagina and that's how the town grows i wasn't saying that but you were implying it heavily. Sure. Um, Just because I know it turns things into cardboard, right? And it turns it and like, or maybe it's, there's something in the club that I think the uh, actually, Minotaur controls to make, uh, like, or they need to, yeah, I, I don't know. What, go ahead. Actually, I think we do keep that, but he's putting people through it to turn them into cardboard. And that, so they're citizens. Got it. Okay. And that's how it keeps growing is because the population keeps growing. Got it. Okay. And I think that maybe here at the party, as we see Annie's husband isn't actually a captive, he's hanging out with the Minotaur, like the head table, palling around. Yes. And that's where they have a sit. She and Dave have a sit down and he basically is like, I suspected. Here's why. And they have like a heart to heart where he's like, why are you like, why did you come to me? Well, they told me that you could help. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's where they piece this mystery together and they hatch a new plan because they've also clocked Mr. Smile is here. Got it. Um, and so maybe the idea is if the Minotaur is arrested, he's technically captured in the city. And so that would like count. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. Like the idea is, oh, if he's locked up, he's trapped. Okay. Therefore it works and we can stop whatever. Like, but maybe they actually let him get away. And he's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> like yeah. to the area 51 people, they destroy the cardboard vagina. So he can't make any more people. So the growth stops. I but was, the city gets to stay. I was thinking, like, what if Dave becomes completely cardboard? And then okay. he fully becomes part of the city. So, like, the imagination stops, you know, like, you know, like, I was just thinking, mm. like, because, like, it's a, it's the whole thing is Dave versus the city, right? Like, um, right. if he finally gives in completely, maybe that's what stops it or whatever. Um Okay. And, he, and that's all the Minotaur wants, right? Like that's the Minotaur wants Dave to just fully give in, become absorbed by it. But there's a little bit of Dave that doesn't want to give up entirely. But I don't know if that's what he actually does at the end. Maybe like the Minotaur, they push the Minotaur into the the cardboard vagina, and maybe he becomes hmm. like I don't know. See, I think the idea of just they either dismantle it so that. The city doesn't die, but it just stops growing because no more people will become cardboard. Mm-hmm. Dave could go through it because the Minotaur wants to destroy Dave, but it's protecting, like, to ostensibly, it's protecting the city, like the people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's like in the maze, it was protecting the maze. Yeah. So when Dave becomes fully cardboard, he becomes part of the city. So now the Minotaur 
can't kill him. Yeah. But that still leaves the problem of the city growing. Yeah. My thinking is, I, I like the idea of once they realize this was all a setup, Annie's basically just like, no, fuck all of you. And they just stop the city from growing. They don't actually stop the Minotaur. And then they can continue to like play cowboys and like play cowboys in the streets of Dave City because it's not a threat to anybody anymore. That would be my and that kind of then it becomes like your Arkham City idea. They wall it off and nobody in or out. Yeah. I like that. But you're saying they make it stop by by Dave going in or by dismantling it. I think by dismantling it. Okay. I mean, I'm not against Dave going in. I think that regardless, they have to dismantle it because that's how they... Because, I mean, at this point, the city is its own like living, thriving thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Arguably, the cardboard people are people. So they can't just yeah. like wipe all of that out. So the idea is, okay, we solved your problem. It stopped expanding. That's what you wanted. Well, what, the, what, we, you know, what they really wanted was it destroyed. But she's like, no, you got what you wanted. It's done. There's no reason to destroy it now. So they just kind of wall it off, and it's like an Arkham City kind of thing. Yeah, Dave. Like, in, uh, maybe it, like that's a moment in the movie because the whole the whole idea of like Dave being amazed and like everything like that it's important to him, and it's like something that he created, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's like some like her fighting for his creation a little bit, and like being on his mm-hmm. side a little bit, knowing that oh, we're not going to be able to change Dave, but we can at least like help him live in the world that he created, right? Yeah. There's an idea there of them, if we decide we want them to get back together, maybe the Minotaur does push Dave through. So he's fully cardboard now Mm -hmm. and he's going to destroy it. And she's like, no, wait. And then she jumps through and comes out fully cardboard. And it's like, okay, now. I like the idea, like in the final battle, like maybe they have a bomb or something Mm -hmm. or some sort of like, like, um, Uh is there anything arts and crafts that explodes? Like I'm thinking of um, like a shoebox and I don't know about the exploding part, but I'm imagining there's a very small like notebook in there with like 10 and they rip off a page and says nine. They rip off a page and says eight. Like that's the timer. That's good. I like it. And then I, I imagine they're fighting with the Minotaur in the room with like the, uh, the portal vagina mm-hmm. thing. Um, and one of them gets, one of them makes a sacrifice, right? Like to mm-hmm. like, I think it's cool if it's Annie. I think that's really cool. Um, and then she lives in the city with him um, and becomes a part of his world again. Um, right. So does she become cardboard and he doesn't? Is that the... I don't know. Because I feel like if we were, if they were going to be together, they would need to be the same. Yeah, maybe not. That's true. We could have a scene where they, there's a hot makeout session between a human man and a cardboard woman. Or vice versa. True. If, if she wanted to. Like, I, I think, like her deciding to be part of his world again could be whether she's part oh, sure. or not. Like, but I think th- I like the idea of one of them jumping in with the bomb and turning into cardboard. It just like, which one I, I, I kind of like the idea that she like basically pushes the bomb into her husband's hands and then pushes him in. Okay. Just as like a, I want a divorce. And then she like pushes him in the bomb through. So no one turns into cardboard. I mean, that's an, I mean, we can pick an option. I'm just throwing out another option. Which one, which one speaks the most to you? I like Dave making the sacrifice. Okay. Then Dave Dave takes the bomb through. And then I think she still stay, decides to stay because she's like, screw her husband. Like, because she said every, he set, he involved, he set everything up. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, right. And then she decides to live in Dave City afterwards. I don't know. What happens right, with the Minotaur? Yeah. Do you think Minotaur just um, continues to be around or 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think they kill him because that was what the what was like wanted. They wanted to kill him or like incarcerate him so that they could, so that Dave City would crumble and like fade away. So they almost have to let him go. Yeah, like Dave and Annie. Actually, I like the idea that we have a moment where Annie has to choose stop the Minotaur or go help Dave with the with the vagina. Yeah, like she she has to decide: Am I going to take down the city or am I going to side with Dave and leave the city up, but stop the growth? You know what I mean? Like she could kill the Minotaur and everything is solved or, but the town's going to like, the city is going to disappear. There's like vibrant ecosystem that's now like alive in its own thing. Or she can go help Dave be part of his world. As you say, the city stays, but the expanding stops and she lets the Minotaur escape to go help Dave save the city. And that gives that's the character beat there where we she chooses to help Dave save the city. Like that's where we know her where her loyalties lie. I like that. And I think she's like legitimately impressed with his thing, right? That cuz she's been in in like cuz like this is oh, like yeah. more vibrant than the maze was. This is so elaborate. Like, you know, like This is a civilization. There's like four different types of people here, like Yeah, yeah. I like that. And then we cut to them sitting at two desks in the office each wearing fedoras. Yeah. And then she does the monologue. Like he's talking about like he's wrapping up with like the noir detective monologue. Like things went back to the way they were in Dave City Car- or whatever. Life was as cheap as cardboard here or something like that. And then the door opens and she cuts in. And that's when she walked in. Like Annie then cuts in with her detective okay. monologue, like setting up the next case or whatever. Okay. So now we can get into like all the like the nits the nits and bits and stuff of like um, Yeah. Now that we very quickly over the span of almost thirty minutes fleshed out the story. Yeah. Starting here. So I imagine she's in some sort of like noir thing. I imagine like maybe a Carmen San Diego, like sort of like mm, uh That's good. A big brimmed hat, uh made of cardboard. Mm-hmm. And then like a red coat, but what could what could what's red that's crafty that it could be made out of? Maybe um, like like red box like M- or Netflix DVD Netflix DVD like yeah all those discarded <laughs> Netflix DVD sleeves. I think that's pretty good. Um, um, there is one joke I want to have throughout the sh- the movie, and that's whenever humans try to pour look like liquids into the cardboard cups it always soaks through when cardboard people and the puppets or whatever do it it maintains its integrity as a cup but when humans try to so like them trying to drink anything is like hell very like so like actual cups are a rarity okay in or they're drinking out of the caps of things like yeah oh detergent bottle cap like this is the only thing we could find to use as a cup yeah in gordon's bar um i i want Mm -hmm. like a um like a franzia a Franzia box wine to be a character. Yes. Um, where they like, like, I think she's like one of the bartenders and to pour another thing, a wine, like she like, just like touches her nose and like more pours out of it. Um, That's good. That's good. What else for the cars? I think, um, I think they are cardboard, but I think they're more like, um, maybe more like Flintstone cars, you know, like where they're, the bottoms are out and it's like, Oh, sure. Like, and I think some of them are designed like very like pretend. It's like this is a spaceship. This is a this is a this is a uh, mm-hmm. like a pirate ship or something like that or I like that kind of stuff. And the idea is like as they make turns, Dave just reaches a hand out the window and grabs like a light pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As they make this, that's how they have to turn. Yeah. So the chase scene isn't that fast, right? Like I, I like it's it's. I think it is, but I think that's the thing because there's imagination involved. Mm-hmm. 
like we see their feet running normal speed like when we cut below the car but the actual like when we don't see their feet the cars are fucking zooming got it okay that's pretty fun uh what else we had gordon's bar what are the, what let's talk about the trains what do the trains look like sure. oh, oh the train tracks are like po- giant like big popsicle sticks yeah i like that oh this is a minor thing i'm gonna cut back to the uh, the pool tables it's like styrofoam like pa- like balls like packing balls yeah yeah are the pool balls love it the uh like bushes and stuff are like um uh-huh. just like those little puffy puffy like craft balls you know oh yeah for sure same with like flowers and stuff i think i imagine like pipe cleaners uh-huh. with like little bits of like tissue paper like around for the petals mm-hmm. i think a, a fun thing for the bomb would be mm-hmm. um you know uh how science fair volcanoes are made Maybe that's it. Like, yeah. like you know, like the, oh man, like I think it's like vinegar, right, or something, or I, I can't, I forget like the two things, but it's like baking soda and uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I do really like the idea of the timer being like yeah. sheets that they've like. Oh, it can still be that, but I think like the actual like mechanism or whatever it is is like the oh sure. The, Once it hits zero, it drops like the whatever vinegar or whatever into the baking soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. What else? What do you got? You got anything? I'm just, I, I don't know, like, we've, we've got a lot of good details. I'm trying to think about, like, what this, like, the stoplights and everything like that would be, because that would be kind of fun. Oh. I mean, just flashlights, like, tied together, like, one at the top with, like, some red tissue paper over it. Sure. Yellow in the middle, green at the bottom. It's just flashlights, like, it's not even, like, in a box. They're just three flashlights tied together in a row hanging from a wire. That could be kind of fun. Like that. Because I do think some of it needs to be a little, gr- like, grungy and sure. like that i can't everything can't be super slick just because it's supposed to be like a dirty noir town um, um, i think the buildings are just made of like like the maze like cardboard like flat cardboard kind of stacked on top of each other with going like, up with crayon colored like like windows and stuff. yeah i think the um origami birds are still around they, I think they like fly around. oh yeah for sure and that's probably the animals so probably origami just in general like origami dogs stuff like that yeah I was thinking like balloon animals or something like or like that could I, be fun too. That might be that might be fun, but origami animals, just like more elaborate ones, I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they go to a zoo at one point or they walk by a zoo and you see like all the different ones. I think that's good. You think that's good? Yeah, I think we did it. Yeah, I think we did it. I mean, are we just calling it Dave City or? Yeah, I think it's Dave Made a City. <laughs> Dave Made a City is fine. Dave City sounds more like a noir film, but I think for brand purposes, yeah, Dave City does sound like a. We could we could do Dave City. I like it. I was, yeah, I would say for branding purposes, much like when we were trying to figure out how to title the Arpa Witch sequel that was actually Gilligan's Island. I understand if Dave made a city makes more sense, but okay. So what do you what you what which one are you leaning towards? Because Dave City, I think Dave City is the better noir like name. All right, Dave City, it is. If we did it, that's credits on another episode of the Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us. People can find us on Podbean. Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and everywhere else podcasts are found by searching The Equalizers Podcast. You can always get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Our Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com. We have an Instagram. It is the underscore equalizers. And as always, we spell that E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S like in sequel. Special thanks to the Banana Boys for our theme song, Two Steps Trettin' off their debut album, Technicolor Girl from Outer Space. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram by searching Banana Boys. As always, they spell that B-O-Y-E-S like in, oh yes. The full album is now available for streaming on all services. 
Uh, we'll be those people for a moment. It'd be great if you'd review it and subscribe. Uh, any review helps. Also, if you would just like tell two friends about it, that also helps get the word out right now. We're please, sirs, can we have some more? Please, sir, pour us a cup of listens, please. Please pour us a cup of recommendations. Please uh, pour us a cup of reviews. Any reviews. I'll even take the middle middle reviews. <laughs> please, any reviews. I'll, I'll accept middling. <laughs> Next time, Madison Jones and I take a bite out of history with Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Yeah, I'm excited. So, for the Equalizers. I'm Madison Jones. I'm Mike Knoll. Real power, Lincoln, comes not from hate, but from truth. To be continued. First take your favorite leg, and then you kick it up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms, and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is, that's really it, you barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man, now follow my lead, and we'll do the two-step struck. Come on, dance with me.